Welcome to the Social Ideas Podcast brought to you by the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. This series looks through the lens of those striving for a better world. I'm Pam Mungru. As Russia continues to wage war in Ukraine, hundreds of thousands of people are still fleeing to safety. But the vast majority of the 2.7 million people with disabilities in the country cannot leave and in many cases are unable to access safety, even basic shelters. I spoke to the General Secretary of the European Disability Forum, Gunther Ancha, who is from Latvia, and began by asking her what the situation in Ukraine is for people with disabilities. It's quite difficult to explain. We can say in one word, which is a terrible one. I have a very good friend of mine, Tatiana Baranzova. She's a representative of the Ukraine government representing the interests of people with disabilities. She's a wheelchair user and she's in Riga at the moment. I helped her to be here for this time, but she's working every day and I would say every night to help people with disabilities with Ukraine. And uh, what I'd like to say by terrible situation, from one side, it's uh, really a lot of inaccessible places, especially shelters, because first time when I get a message uh, from Tatiana and I asked her before how you are doing, she said it's really bad and very scary. And the next message was a voice message she sent to me. And uh, I can heard the bombing around, and she said, Kunta, you know, me and my husband, we both are in a wheelchair. We are sitting just nearby a shelter. There is more than 20 steps down, and we can't do that. And I asked my son to go down just to be in a safe place, but he's saying, I'm not going to down without you. So the question of inaccessibility of the shelters, it's a really big problem in those cities which are more or less occupied by a Russian army because there is no possibility for them to go out anymore. One of the biggest problems is medicine. I just a few days ago get a message from an organization of children with diabetes. And they said that there is 19 children sitting in a basement without possibility to get insulin. Uh, the situation is really bad to travel for them because you know there is such a big traffic jam that uh, cars could move for about five or 10 uh, kilometers per hour. And so it means the way, which was quite a long one for about Two days is getting even three times longer, so it's about six or seven days just to go to the border of uh, Ukraine. And there is no accessible places on the way. There is very practical issue of the toilets. People can't go to the toilet because they are on a wheelchair. And we have quite many people with a kidney problem now in Latvia just because they can't use the bathroom on their way to to, to to border. So a lot of problems and a lot of problems and those people are so scary. You've mentioned wheelchair users and obviously the difficulties that those with physical impairments will be facing. What about those with intellectual disabilities? 
it's a very, very, very difficult situation for them. I just had a conversation yesterday with an organization of people with intellectual disabilities in uh, Kiev. And the mother said that those people are so scary of the situation around, they are not able to go out anymore. They are so scary that they don't know how to react to a situation. And even if there is a possibility for evacuation, those mothers said they wouldn't be possible for them to do it because they are just not able to leave. Most of them just sitting in a flat and uh, waiting what, what's, what's what happened. There's also a huge problem with the people with psychosocial disabilities because there is not enough medicine for them and uh, it makes a lot of trouble and a lot of problems for both for them and for uh, people around them. Gunter, what help is on the ground in Ukraine at the moment? Uh, I would say it's not easy just because um, so many people trying to escape that organizing special help for people with disabilities is uh, quite difficult. Tatiana, uh, my friend in Viganau, she has a contact with administrations of all those cities. So she's just calling and asking to give a special assistance to, when she knows when people with disabilities are trying to travel. But still, that's not easy. Quite often, she can arrange some people to go in a train because there are trains which are going to, to the borders of Ukraine. But uh, in a very many situations, people in a wheelchair should left the wheelchair behind and go without wheelchairs just because there is no places for wheelchairs. Uh, people who are blind, they need assistance, but uh, there quite often is not assistance for them to manage. So they try to do the best, but in the same situation, uh, the, as always, the most vulnerable groups and people with disabilities are left behind even with very hard to do everything we can at the moment. What will happen should the Russian invasion be successful? I don't know. At the moment, uh, we try to live in a, in a way that uh, we are doing what we can today without trying, uh, without trying to think about tomorrow, because it's too scary, too scary even for us here in Latvia. At the moment, uh, we have some kind of three steps possibility to help us. The first step is arranged by Tatiana and her volunteers, she helps people to go to the border. And then the European Disability Forum, me, and other volunteers from European Disability Forum, 
take it, take it on, and then we try to arrange them the first possibility to stay on the border in Poland or in, in, in Slovakia. But because there are too many people, much, much too many, and uh, there's no places anymore, so they are staying there for one day or maybe two days just uh, to, to, to rest a little bit of the very, very difficult trip they had before. And then we are trying to arrange the possibility to go to any other European country to be accommodated there and to stay there till the, till the situation will be more clear and we could have some change to make some changes and to understand how to react in a future. So we, we try to do it in a, in a that way. Are the governments of different countries that are taking refugees in as welcoming to those who are disabled? I am very happy because uh, as European Disability Forum, we have a very good contact with disability organizations in each country. And of course, uh, those organizations have a good contact with the government. And uh, just today in the morning, I get an email from Spain where the special crisis group organized where government is together with the organization of people with disabilities. So they are organizing to find the accommodation for people with disabilities in Spain. And it's not going to be only in Madrid, it's going to be in a different cities. You know, from one side, it's a very short time still. It's only two weeks, uh, the war we have in, in, in Ukraine. And uh, sometimes to do something like that, you need months. But uh, from other side, for those people, each day is a big problem. And uh, it means that we should react very fast. Uh, we are also now organizing a big humanitarian aid to Lviv, which is uh, maybe you know the city nearby Poland. Tomorrow we will send there 70 uh, bats with all kind of clothes and blankets and everything. And this is going to be a very accessible center for refugees with disabilities. So they can go to the Lviv, stay there for one or two nights, and then go to the border, then stay in Poland, and then keep their way to, to another country. Gunter, why do you think we are not hearing much in the West, in the media, about the experiences of disabled people trying to flee a country at war? I don't know. I don't know really, but uh, you are you are right. You are right because even even here in my country, where we are working quite a lot of now at the moment with those issues, the interest of media is isn't very high. So they just uh, they just do something around and talking in general about different things. Maybe one issue is that we still see people with disabilities a bit like um, burden maybe. It's not maybe 
said loudly, but uh, we still sometimes have a feeling that uh, don't take too many people with disabilities to your country. Otherwise, it means that we have to pay too much to them. And you know, our social services are not so strong. It's not enough even for those people who are living in a country, so we can't afford to take somebody else. And um, as I said, uh, it's not it's not said exactly like that, but uh, it's, I still have a feeling that it's something like that. What what can we do to help? What can we do to help you and people like you in organizations like the European Disability Forum? From one side, we will be very happy if you in UK could uh, find some places for people with disabilities. Just accommodate them in a very, very practical way. They need a place where to stay. They need a place where they can eat, where they can sleep, where they can go to the toilet. And the other thing, of course, at the moment, we need a financial support. We really need a financial support, even in my organization. I have a feeling that we need to buy more wheelchairs just to send to the Lviv Center because people are coming without wheelchairs and they desperately need them. Yeah, that's that would be first steps. And then after that, after that, we are going to think more strategically about the guidelines, about the uh, documents we need to to make countries ready for that situations. Because now I know now I'm absolutely sure that they are not ready for situations. Finally, thinking longer term, there are people that will be coming back. There will be injuries from war, disabilities acquired through war. What then would organizations like EDF, Ukrainian government, world leaders, what then would, and, and, and individuals, people like me, what then would we need to be doing? I think that the first and the most important step would be to uh, give support to those people and not only, and of course, practical one too, which is very important, but uh, they need a support, like give a feeling that they are welcome. They are welcome to Europe. I still hope that Ukraine could be a part of European Union and that Ukraine could be a part of European movement of people with disabilities, because this uh, feeling accepted is so important for those people. And especially after the war, it will be so important for them to understand why they pay such a big, uh, such a big payment for the being involved in this forum. That was Gunter Ancher, the General Secretary of the European Disability Forum. You can find out more about the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation and how to apply for our master's programme by following us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter and YouTube.